How's it going, Shaq? Uh, not bad, you know. Um, huh. I was going to say could be better, but what if this actually is the best? <laughs> you think we've peaked? Oh, man. I hope not, but, you know, time's running out. So <laughs> maybe <laughs> on some of the things we've done. So I'm not saying that we're, you know, completely done, but I don't know. Let's eh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, like, uh I hope life gets better, but like it is presumptuous to me to assume that it will. Yeah. I mean, we're at a point now where it's not, that's child's play, you know, yeah. to be like, yeah, and then I'm going to, are you? Because <laughs> what I see is a big age right outside your door <laughs> and a big age that's already entered mine. So I'm not saying that we're not going to, but we also need to be realistic about yeah, <laughs> like. It's going to take us a while. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, I have uh, my when my grandfather passed away, uh, he was uh, in his mid 80s. And like there was something beautiful about his ambition, but there mm-hmm. was like delusion. Like I remember like because <laughs> <laughs> like the last time I spoke with him was like six months before he passed. And like I was like maybe like 14, 15. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I, I like, as, as soon as I finished the conversation, I, like, had a real talk with my parents. I was like, yeah, I don't think uh, Grandpa knows how old he is. And they're like, what are you talking about? Because I was like, yeah, I asked him, like, you know, uh, what do you got going on, uh, you know, uh, back home? What are you going to do the rest of the year? And he was like, oh, you know, I'm looking to buy a couple more farms because, like, uh, I want to expand uh, the business because I'm hoping in, like, you know, 10 to 15 years we could really grow it. Uh, into the, I'm like, yo, 10 to 15, like, I was so like, wild, like blown away by his idea that like at 95, a hundred, right. he's going to still be like pumping, farming. like, like yeah. yo, out here farming and like managing and like, and he didn't even make it sound like at 10 to 15, we made it. He was like, Cause he was like, yo, in 10 or 15, then we could really do so. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and like, I, it was the first time that like, I looked at him and I, 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 my expression was so like, yo, you bugging my G. That like, he like, <laughs> he was like, what are you like? What, why, why do you, why, like, why are you reacting like that? And like, I didn't know how to answer without like telling them, yo, you old. Like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and, like I like up until that point, I'd only seen like one person pass away. So mm-hmm. like I was like, maybe like dying works differently than what I've read, but like you ain't supposed to make it like that long. Like, I don't know if like why you planning like for that much more. Right. Um, so yeah, I talked to uh my parents. I was like, yo, like uh uh is grandpa in like way better health than I've uh been able to like witness because my man got plans. Uh, like, <laughs> his next fifteen sound way more aggressive than mine, and I was like, and I'm fifteen. Like, <laughs> right. I, like, I thought I was supposed to have the hopes and dreams. Now my man is killing it. Like, real talk, low key. I'm not even surprised if he told you he started a new rock band or some shit on the side. He's gonna make it in music. <laughs> like, he had ambition at that age. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I uh. Yeah, I, I remember that that like 
cements it in me of like, I don't know if that's like bad either. Cause I do think that like that personality type gets a lot done. Sure. Like, but uh, yeah, like I, I def also think like there's a point where like, you gotta be like, uh, let me uh, enjoy what I've done. Or like, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, like, like when reflect- do you stop and just like take stock of your life? Yeah. Yeah. That, that to me is the, that's the thing about the, <clears throat> the constant hustle of life where you feel like you just haven't made it. And, and it, it, it makes me a little sad to just be like, oh, I can't just sit back and go, Hey, I've, I've gotten this far. But then I also am someone who, if I were to sit back and look at yeah. life, I'd be like, this is what I've gotten. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let me, let me see if I can get in like five more years of hustle. And if, <laughs> if this is, if this is how it's looking, then I guess this is how it's looking. I'll just start being grateful for all of my clothes from old Navy or some shit, but <laughs> I don't think this is how I wanted this to go down. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I like, uh, I know, uh, I, I, I don't know if I was telling you this, but I know like, uh, I was doing the, the barbershop show in the city and, uh, I was sitting on like the on the park bench in front of the barbershop. And uh and for those of you non-New Yorkers, uh uh in New York, stand-up comedy takes place anywhere where people anywhere will allow it. at any time. Yeah. So there is a literal barbershop that after hours hosts comedy shows. And when I tell you that they sell out three shows a day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like it is nuts. But uh it's become like a cool alternative room. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, like I'm hanging out, I'm doing two spots there. I'm hanging out in front in the little bench area and uh some new comic comes introduce himself. Yeah, I've been doing comedy for years. I just moved here and he's talking to another comic, then he sees me and he's like, "Castor Almonte?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Y'all moved here cuz of you." Oh, wow. Like, Yo, and like so on one hand, I was like, man, you made a mistake, my G. I'm <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> I am right here with you doing this, uh, these shows. Like, you know, like I'm very, very regular in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other hand, like it was like, it was beautiful to like know that I've done work that some people, very little people, but some people have found like moving and uh, inspirational and aspirational. Um, and like we forget that we've done those things because we're in it, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and yeah. that's just like career wise. Like uh, I I I do think that like uh, I am a very I think I've 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 uh, been very open on this podcast about being a very flawed man. Uh, I am constantly attempting to get better, but I fully acknowledge I am very very far from being like oh this is a good final product. Uh, but and we are here to help you. Yeah, sincerely, I, 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 these convos with you, the DMs from people have made me a better person. Uh, like, <laughs> yo, it's, it's, uh, it's a joke, but true. Uh, but, uh, I do think that my kids are, are better people than me, uh, mm-hmm. or, and will be as adults. So I think that is something to be proud of. Like, I think, uh, I think in those ways, I've made, I've left the world better than I got here. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I probably don't recycle as much as I should. So it like balances out a bit, 
But uh, (laughs) (laughs) overall, I'm hoping that like when I start to sit back and take like measure of what I've done, I made some people laugh and I helped raise two good people. I think that's cool. I think I'm going to be happy with that. Um, I probably spent too much time uh, talking about Arizona iced tea and sandwiches. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Overall, I think when I sit back and take stock, I'm going to be okay with it. Um, With that said, I still want to tell more jokes. Um, I don't want to raise more babies, but I want to continue to raise uh, the babies I got. Right, right. I I think that makes sense. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I hear what you what you're saying about, you know, sometimes you're in it and you don't know that you have any sort of effect on people. Yeah. Um, When I've done my solo show in different places, there are people who come out who are like, oh, we came out to see you. Yeah. And that always blows my mind because I'm like me. I, huh? But I mean, like I'm doing the show, but I'm just like, uh, I, I'm thinking you come out to see a show. Right. Um, but you know, there are people who are like, oh no, we like what you do. And I, I'm always like, how did you even find me? But I'm also in the business of doing things and putting it out there. Yeah. And sometimes you just forget because you're so in the business of it that um, you're like, oh, wait, take a minute and like really go, oh, wow, people are are enjoying a thing that I do. Yeah. And that's nice. And that's something that I will, I am now getting better at look like, looking at and going, look, you have made some sort of difference. You know, yeah. you've made stuff that people enjoy. So, you know, if if this is if this is the beginning of <laughs> of the autumn, you know, if we're like late summer, <laughs> the late summer of your years into the early autumn, you know, that's nothing. That's that's nothing to shake shake a stick at. That's good stuff. Amen. That's good stuff. Oh yeah. So you know, I don't know if we're going to continue to grow like your grandfather's farm, but we're doing something. <laughs> We're doing something. Hey, man, y'all. Let's keep doing it. I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into the news. Huh? Uh, right. <laughs> kicking off this week. Let's see here. Uh, Chief uh, Justice John Roberts will not testify before Congress about Supreme Court ethics. Uh, that's right. Chief uh, Justice John Roberts uh, has notified uh, Senate uh, Judiciary Committee Chairman Dick Durbin that he won't testify at an up and coming hearing on Supreme Court ethics instead, releasing a new statement signed by all nine justices that is meant uh, to provide uh, clarity to the public about the high court's uh, practices. Uh, the clarity. Illinois- <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the uh, Illinois uh, Democratic uh, uh, has uh, had asked Roberts in a letter to voluntarily testify at a hearing on Supreme Court ethics, uh, which uh, should have uh, taken place by the time this airs. Uh, the request came in the wake of a ProPublica report that found that Justice Clarence Thomas had gone on several luxury trips at the invitation of a GOP mega donor. Uh, the trips were not disclosed on Thomas's public financial filings. Uh, Thomas said in a statement that he had not reported the trips because the ethics guidelines in effect at the time had not required such disclosure. Uh, I must respectfully decline your invitation, Roberts wrote in a letter to Durbin, which was released uh, by a spokesperson for the high court Tuesday uh, testimony before the uh, Senate judiciary committee uh, by the chief justice of the United States is exceedingly rare as one might expect in light of separation of powers concerns and on uh, the importance of preserving judicial independence without addressing Durbin's specific concerns over ethics. 
Roberts simply attached a statement on ethics, principles, and practices to which he said all of the current members of the su- Supreme Court subscribe. Uh, in a letter on Thursday, Democrats <laughs> on the, oh, this is wild. In the, in the letter, uh, in a letter sent Thursday, Democrats on the Judiciary Committee asked Roberts to provide additional details regarding the statements concerning ethics. The Democratic senators asked for a reply by May 1st in advance of the hearing scheduled for May 2nd. It was widely expected that Roberts would decline Durbin's invitation to appear before a separate branch of government to discuss ethics reform. Uh, Durbin responded. What are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing? Look, I mean, basically, Justice Roberts doesn't think anything wrong is happening. Right. Right. And he's no snitch. Great. So our judge is no snitch. Fantastic. Um, And yeah, uh, he's been appointed to a lifetime position. Mm hmm. As far as he's concerned, they don't have to answer to anybody. Word. So no, he's not gonna you give you give someone that much power, they're not gonna be like, Yeah, I guess maybe we should answer for a little bit of that. They're gonna figure out whatever way and they you know, they're it's in the it's in the world of law, so they know how to throw around enough fifteen cent words to make it be like, Wait, you've confused me. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not going to answer for any of it. Who wants to get into that? Yeah. You know, everybody, no, everyone's a little dirty. Everybody's a little dirty mm-hmm. for sure. And he doesn't want to, who wants to kick that, that rock over and see all those worms crawling <laughs> underneath. He's not trying to do that. You know, this was dope to me. I don't know. Like, uh, Hobie was like, yo, uh, I-, I feel like y'all should come talk to us. And he's like, yo, read this. yeah he's not gonna he's not gonna talk like you literally will have to send somebody in to get him and who who are you gonna send in the military what is it how is this gonna work seriously like i don't i don't know how this is gonna work like i don't know how any of this is gonna work when i i mean i truly I, I'm just like, is this how people in history books felt? Because I didn't pay attention to history much. Okay. I didn't pay attention in class. <laughs> My teachers were terrible. Uh, for world history, I just had one teacher who never left her desk. And every couple of weeks would just put in um, like a a t- Clash of the Titans movie. And not even the remake that happened in like the 2000s, but like the 1984 one or something. So I don't know anything about uh, Greeks or anyone that's come after. And then in world history, or that was world history, in U.S. history, um, I uh, my teacher uh, uh, called me a, a dirty hippie because I had something with a peace sign on. So I don't think I'm really going to get a broad view of what U.S. history was for him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they were still busing kids to schools when I was in high school. And he was old then. So I'm like, oh, are you like a Civil War veteran? Like, he, like this isn't. <laughs> so, wait, I forgot what my point was. Oh, okay, I remember. In the, in the history books. <laughs> in the history books. They always talk about, um, you know, the big historic moments. But you never really hear from 
you never hear what it was like for people on the ground. Mm. Right. And I'm always wondering what are they doing while all of this wild stuff is shifting around them. And now we're in this, you know, and I mean, Mm. yes, we can talk to our elders about what it was like, say in the sixties when there was so much turmoil and blah, blah, blah. But a lot of our elders don't feel like talking about that. Now they're dying off or they're just like, you don't need to know about that because they don't want to bring up that kind of stuff. So I just wonder how am I supposed to feel about seeing all the stuff that's happening right now? All of these shifts. I know I, you want to do something, hopefully, um, to get things back to what you think is right, you know? Um, but what, wh- how am I supposed to feel in the meantime? Like, did everyone feel helpless? At times I feel helpless. When I see this kind of stuff where he's just like, yeah, no, everybody's getting over but you and we're getting over you and that's just how that is and that's not going to change and how are you going to, what are you going to do? You know, mm. how, how, I understand why they, why France is constantly burning shit. But even then, I've seen footage of people in Paris, like, burning shit. And then across the street, people at cafes still just eating and talking. So I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I just don't, I don't know how I'm supposed to, what I'm supposed to do or how I'm supposed to feel. You know what I mean? Like, I'm all this shit is happening and I still have people at my job sending me emails about, you know, can you get catering for our meeting? No, the world <laughs> is burning. I don't care about your croissants right now. Okay. Yeah. What do you get your own coffee? But no, <laughs> I have to, I still have to do my job. Oh man. And I, and that's, you know, part of the problem is that I'm, you know, I'm trying to break out of, I'm not trying to break out, but I see where, People are like, they're just hammering that into you got to do your thing. And that's how they keep you down. And I'm like, I mean, they, yeah, they got me down. I'm down. They've (laughs) nailed me down and I'd like to get up, but I don't, I don't know how, and I don't know how to feel about that. It's a lot. So anywho, in conclusion, (laughs) fuck justice Roberts. You got to answer to somebody. You got to answer to somebody, my man. This, uh, this might be the most mad I've ever been that your camera doesn't work, Shot. Uh, <laughs> Damn you, Mercury. Okay. <laughs> John Roberts, you were lucky. Okay. I would have clipped the shit out of that. Okay. Shot would have gone viral taking you down. Okay. You don't deserve that. Okay. Mercury retrograde saved you. You know, but I ain't gonna front. I would be equally gangster if I had your power too. Uh, power corrupts. Okay. <laughs> yes, um, it does. It really does. I think yeah. I would. I would. Uh, I would last a long time trying to do the right thing, but I can't front like that. Is too much power. Uh, yeah. Nobody should have that. Like uh, that's Mm-mm. that's insane. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I don't. You know, I, I don't blame you. You get to do your job all day in pajamas in public. You know that starts to go to your head. You know, the rest of us experience just a little bit of that in our homes on Zoom. And we got out of we got out of control since. Uh, so I get it. You know, uh, Chief Justice uh, John Roberts, like you just got to accept that, like, you got too much power, you know, in a private moment, you know, think it over. Maybe like the last year of your like time in office, you like start telling us the real, 
you know, snitch a little bit that day. Why not? <laughs> you know, let us know the real. Let us know. I want to know because like the job doesn't pay a lot. But the perks are fire is yeah, what I'm assuming. But, but are the perks ethically <laughs> OK? Yeah. And like what is a perk? A perk. What is a perk? Is is really what I feel like they're saying. I mean, yeah. y'all don't pay us a lot, so you know we get a few perks. I mean, a perk is like, I don't know what a, a hookup at the at the commissary. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like I a, feel like, or is a perk someone with goo gobs of money buying your mama's house so that you vote the way that he wants you to vote when it comes to something that makes him even more money. Yeah, that's that's not peace. Like, like is that is a is a free a a buddy pass is a perk. Yeah, oh. you should be at like Planet Fitness. Yeah, and ex- you know, like an exorbitant amount of money for like extravagant trips in plain clothing to play golf or whatever. Is that a perk or or are you buying me? What's going on? That's fair. What if uh? You got extravagant gifts that you didn't want. Is that still a perk? You shouldn't take the gifts. That's fair. Right? I'm trying, to think, of, I'm trying to think of like a way to make it fair. No, there's no way to make it fair. You're you're the you're the you're the top of the whole the whole justice situation, right? Yeah. You are deciding what the rest of the country does. And you take in like money? Yeah, now you uh, can't. Yeah, like that's, I mean, granted, that is what the rest of the country is doing and would do. <laughs> but you're supposed to be better. Yeah, you're supposed to be better than that, at least. More I time. would rather be judged by someone who I think is better than me. Yeah, that's fair. I agree with that. Yeah, you know? Yeah, come on, John, we need you, okay? <laughs> Do we? No, we need you gone. We need other people. I don't know. We need something. We need more people. Like, let's, I, I don't know. Once again, just uh, just putting it out there. I throw my, my hat in the ring. Sure. Take Gastor. He literally is a swing. Yo. He could be swayed either way. Either way. Okay. I'm open to all the bribes. Um, But I will be very, I I will, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm going to take every perk that comes my way, but I will talk about it openly. You know, I will talk about all the perks. I will talk about everyone else's perks. Like, nah, B, I didn't get that, but my man, yo, I just got the bends. The shit he's driving, <laughs> crazy. You know, you got to talk about that. You know what I mean? I feel like when you're open about it, um, it adds integrity to it. And then eventually I can get someone better than me for the role. You know, but we got to, you got to, we got to segue into that. You know, like right now we got people in the role that are secretly being bribed. I want to openly be bribed. And then we could segue to people that are like, oh, the bribery is wrong. But we got to baby step our way there. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's that's the right move. You think that's it? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know if Gasler's really the one that we should have on the bench, y'all. <laughs> I mean, I thought he was a swing vote, but I, I he he can be corrupted so easily. I can be. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, fine at all. I, I don't I know if bills. that's really. Yeah, I don't. I got bills. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we want one of our justices to be like, "Hey, man, I got bills," but I feel like that's kind of where why we got where we are now. Yeah, that's I don't fair. know. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a flawed system, is what we're getting at. It we're is, trying. It is. <laughs> and other news, uh, the uh, uh, too provocative is what they're saying about the mermaid statue. Uh, uh, art mm-hmm. schools, uh, uh, the voluptuous statue of a mermaid placed in a square uh, in a fishing village in uh, Puglia, southern Italy, has caused a stir for being too provocative. The statue was created by students at the Luigi Rosso Art School in, uh, uh, I'm, I swear I'm not uh, saying it's wrong, Monopoly? Monopoly, uh, right? I, I, I say I it's Monopoly, so. right? Monopoly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best to read it. They set me up. Uh, Monopoly. I know, uh, I know. Before positioned in a square uh, named after uh, scientist Rita uh, Levy uh, Monta, Montalcini. Uh, the artwork, which is yet to be officially inaugurated, uh, became a target of ridicule after photos taken during its installation were shared on social media. Uh, the body-based actor, uh, Tiziana uh, Verrielli, uh wrote on Facebook that a friend in uh, Monopoly had uh, rightly expressed some uh, perplexity about this monument. Uh, it looks like a mermaid with two silicone breasts and Above all, a huge ass never seen before on a mermaid. At least not any I know. Uh, all the mermaids that she knows. Uh, uh, yes. She, Varelli, uh, uh, stressed that she did not have an issue with the art students or the local council, which had commissioned the work. But I am very amused by this thing. Who knows if it will become a further attraction for tourists, she added. Uh, the uh, students got together and came up with the idea of a mermaid, said a uh, uh, Alf, uh, Adolfo uh, Marciano, the uh, head teacher of the Luigi Rosso Art School. Uh, the council was shown the scale model and said it was good and then decided uh, the completed sculpture would be placed in the square. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's the thing. Um, it, it, I, I, don't, I don't know if saying it's not factually accurate for a mermaid is the correct <laughs> phrase to use. Um, my issue with it is, though, the ass. Because my okay. understanding is that the torso is human, and then from, like, the top of the hips down, like, the waist down is fish. Mm. That is what I thought, which means if you do that, a human ass is not possible. Oh, that's there's fair. no human ass. I've not seen a human ass on on a mermaid. Now, maybe it's got a little back. Right. But there's not been a full on like cheeks. <laughs> and this one. <laughs> and this one's got cheeks. Yeah, that's now. Fair. Uh, so that's that's my issue. Now, yes, the breasts are obviously fake, but you know what? If the top half of you is human and you're not happy with the titties <laughs> you got, you are more than welcome to sit in the tub, ha- you know, and then also have a plastic surgeon come in and give you the titties you want. Amen. You know, whatever. That's gender uh, affirmation surgery. Yeah. So great. Do what you got to do. But the ass, though. Yeah. I mean, like, and oh, I think it's. Yeah, I don't know. It's and the thing is you only see it of course from the back, but the front of the mermaid is still fish where the front part is. Yeah. So either 
that's like a, I don't know, maybe you can pull that down. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's just for, for what we've known of mermaids, it doesn't seem factually accurate. And yeah. that's, that's my issue. And any mermaid who's just like, no, nah, no, nah, we got ass like that. Who wants to tell me? I mean, like, let it be known. Come hey. on out. Let us know. Yeah, I will. So I, I, I studied this a little bit. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, a few, <laughs> I, at first, I agree with you. Uh, top heavy, definitely uh, uh, enhanced. But to your point, I agree. It's uh, a, a mermaid's right. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, let, let them do whatever makes them happy. Uh, if anything, it's a shame because, like, uh, who could get to the Dominican Republic quicker than them? Um, you know, right. so if they want to do that, let them rock. I think uh, whatever makes them feel their best and most whole self, rock on. Um, I I looked at the front picture first. Um, I got the when when the link was sent to me, and <laughs> while I hadn't seen the back where it's cheeked up, just based <laughs> like based on the the fish part that I saw. Right. I expected a big butt, as most deaf would say, uh, you can see it from the front, you know? Yes. Um, right. So I expected going in, yup, uh, the cheeks should be proportional. But mm -hmm. I, to your point, I expected one fish cheek. Yes. Like the basic ass shape, yes. I'm absolutely. on board with the. It's sitting, yeah. but it's covered in scales. Exactly. I'm there, The size of it, I was actually like, you know what? That's just proportion. Like, right. that's how she's built. Maybe her mom is built like that, too. The whole that's probably why she got the bigger titties. Yeah, real talk. Yeah. We're yeah. assuming, you know, this This is who she probably is naturally. That's beautiful, you know? Right. But uh, the cheek division making yes. it like uh, a human butt is what threw me off. Yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, the size, I think that kind of fits the torso that uh, this uh, particular mermaid has. Uh, she's natural. Um, uh, she uh, and I I uh, sign up for this OnlyFans. Quite frankly, uh, so yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I it's just the exactly the, the 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 two cheeks are what what surprised me. Like, is that right? But the rest <laughs> of it all seemed fine. If it was covered in scales, I'd be like, "Yep, nope, that's a merm." Like, yeah, that's absolutely right. You know, I didn't think it was too much ass. I just thought. I don't think the ass is supposed to do that. Yeah. One yeah. cheek, you know what I mean? But, you know, uh, these <laughs> one students. One fish cheek. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be one fish cheek. Um Because, yes. like, because it made me wonder, like, is, like, the, uh, like, the fish part is in pants. Like, you don't pull it, like, it, it's not right. like. Right, that's what I mean. Like, I don't think they pull that on and off, so then. Yeah. Because then, like, in my head, I was like, maybe this is, like, a. Maybe this like she grew up in the nineties and like she sags her pants like I do. Oh, know? that's possible. You know, so yeah, she sags her, her fish bottle. Sure. No, I could see where the the um the rise of the of the fish body <laughs> is a low rise. Yeah, it's a low rise fish body as opposed to a high waisted. Yeah, I could see that for sure. You know, I try. I, I tried mean, to like you know figure like maybe okay maybe this was going on here. Or but, maybe uh, she wasn't fully developed as a fish. Yeah, she's a a a, a puberty uh, fish, right. you know. Yes. Yeah, so maybe she's not done growing. Yeah, 
which is, you know, even more of a reason why we like shouldn't be uh, commenting on her body. She's dealing with enough right now. Okay, yeah, that's true. Come on, people, like let her uh, kind of go through this phase of her life. It's messed up, you know. Like mm-hmm. they're 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 learning and dealing with other things. We don't need to throw uh, these other expectations on her. Okay, right. You know, we've all been there. Okay. Not specifically is mermaids, but we have, uh, you know, let, 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 <laughs> let, let her go through what she's going through. You know, <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all about your, your, your freedom. OK. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, and also, am I bugging? But like uh, this mermaid is black, right? Like, is that the idea? I mean, she's something. Yeah. Like. Right. I mean, wait, this is is this in Italy? It's in Italy. OK, so maybe she's just northern African. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know, like, I felt like that was what the vibe was going for here. Like, huh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's that's possible. Looking at her face, those features are definitely, I mean, they're kind of blackish features. Yeah, I felt I yeah. felt like this was, like, in, uh, uh, intentional and, like, just because, like, I know, like, there's the whole, like, uh, Little Mermaid thing where, like, it was the first time the Ariel was black. Oh, um, right, right. You know right. what I mean? So, like, I, I looked at th- I, that was the other thing that kind of popped up to me at this that it was like, uh, that you can visualize mermaids like this too. And I think that's part of the the issue that people are having. Like, this body type isn't one they associate with mermaids. <laughs> with a mermaid. Wow. Well, they got to get over that. Our, yeah. our mermaids now have ass. Oh. Uh, they probably have piercings. You know what I mean? Straight up. They wear, they wear Doc Martin boots. Like <laughs> this, is, this isn't your mama's. This ain't your mama's mermaid. <laughs> oh man, I love that. Oh yeah, yo. <laughs> uh, uh, finally, uh, terminally uh, ill woman uh, suffering from a kidney failure was saved by her dog after uh, sniffing out a one in twenty-two million donor match. Uh, terminally ill pet owner suffering from kidney failure has been saved by her dog after a chance encounter on a South Wales beach led to the discovery of a one in 22 million donor match. Lucy uh, Humphrey, 44, was suffering from lupus and kidney failure, having been given five years to live when she took two of her Dobermans, Jake and Indy, for a beach walk in Barrie, uh, South Wales, with uh, Indy uh, bounding 100 yards down the sands and refusing to leave fellow beachgoer uh, Katie James 40 alone, the two women struck up a conversation with uh, Humphrey apologizing for her excitable dog's behavior. She kept going back and forward to her, and uh, we kept calling her back because obviously a big Doberman can be a little bit intimidating, said Miss Humphreys. Uh, we thought she had uh, food or something. In the end, we went over to apologize to her. Little did the pair know that they were uh, they would prove to be a rare match after Miss Humphrey mentioned she was awaiting for a life-saving kidney transplant. And Ms. James added she had uh, just joined the register. Uh, Ms. Humphreys from uh, Care Philly uh, uh, had uh, been living uh, with lupus for more than a decade, a condition with uh, which causes inflammation to the heart, lungs, liver, kidneys, and joints. Uh, the condition had eventually led to the kidney failure. And uh, despite dialysis in 2019, Ms. Humphrey was told she might only have five years to live without a transplant. Uh, as a result of the condition, Mrs. Humphreys uh, planned a two-day camper vanning break to uh, Aber, 
Aberis. I don't know these yeah. damn British names. Yo. Well, here's what happened. <laughs> she uh, she was told she only had five years to live without a transplant. Um, so she went with her partner camping and their dogs, or they would put that on hold. Yeah. So instead, they went to the beach, and then this woman was there on the beach crocheting, and the dog kept running over to her, and you know they just kept talking, yap 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 yap. The dog just w- wouldn't leave her alone. They invite the woman over to them at the beach. They start talking. The woman with lupus and kidney failure says, oh, I can't. I got kidney failure. I can't drink. The woman who they invited to the barbecue is like, oh, it turns out I just joined the donor registry offering my kidney to anyone who wants it. Yeah. So then they went ahead and did the testing, and it turns out that this woman was the perfect match. And they think, uh, I guess they think the dog sniffed it out? Yeah. I've heard of, like, uh, dogs being able to tell when someone is terminally ill. I don't know yeah, if they can dogs do this. can dogs can smell like cancerous cells. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I don't know if uh, if the dog could smell because this woman was healthy, right? So I don't think I don't know if the dog could smell that they were the right type. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, that's impressive. Um, but yeah, you know, dogs. Look, I'm not going to get too woo woo on you, but dogs know what's going on, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? No cat would have done that. I'll tell you that. No cat would have done that. But a dog absolutely would be like, what about this lady? I think she has two kidneys. Let's befriend her. (laughs) Dogs can be pushy, but dogs are are working towards the greater good. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) If you would like to have the war report give out cancer Uh smelling dogs. What? I'm not training the dog how to sniff cancer. That's a depressing <laughs> job. What a depressing job. Here's uh, what that smells like, sweetie. Now go sniff it in others. Uh, also, I would be worried if I was hanging out with someone who had a cancer sniffing dog and all of a sudden that dog took an immediate interest in me. Yeah. I'd be yo. like, nah, put the dog away. I don't want to. <laughs> like, I'm not prepared. Cause, yeah, because like, if everyone knows the dog can do it, like when the dog does it, the whole room just groans. Like, oh, shit. Uh, damn. God, damn. Yeah, what a way to find out. <laughs> At a Memorial Day cookout. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it had to be him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, give him some extra coleslaw. He about to go through it. He don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, geez. No, nah, don't eat that burger, man. I have a feeling you're not here. Eat this salad. I think the cookout is over for you. Yeah, be charcoal cancerous. You're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. All you got to do is like and subscribe to the show. If you are Apple, Spotify listener, we appreciate your ratings. Uh, four stars. Uh, uh, hopefully, uh, I don't know if you want uh, the dog around you when you uh, find out you have cancer or not. Um, either way, whatever you prefer. Uh, five <laughs> stars. <laughs> we want you to keep living. So we want as many of these dogs around you as possible. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep it pushing. We're going to give you five dogs, baby. They're going to be sniffing around the clock. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. <laughs> Got to keep all our, our, our troops and correspondents alive, baby. Oh, you know wow. I mean? Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I hope you don't have any allergies. <laughs> I didn't even think of that shit. Word, that sucks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
uh, uh, yeah, hairless dogs. Okay. Hairless uh, dogs. We'll train the hairless dogs. <laughs> if uh, you have any articles you want us to cover, uh, please DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo at Gastromonte. Uh, with all that said, uh, oh, yeah, and a shout to uh, this week uh, to Lori McDaniel, FCVLJ, and Blunted Reality. Thank you, as always, for sharing the articles. Uh, with all that said, uh, I am the uh, owner of uh, five hairless cancer-sniffing dogs, Gastro Amonte. <laughs> <laughs> With the, And I'm the, the owner of one uh, cat who doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shot got canceled. Word. Uh, Yo, wow, that's a water. shame. Oh, boy. <laughs> so who's going to feed me then? <laughs> So who's going to teach me how to open these cans? <laughs> that's my, that's Lucinda. That's my Lucinda. Oh uh, man, this is. <laughs> I don't even know how to end that one episode of the War Report. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love when like we can make uh, uh, things like cancer just fun and jovial. Uh, <laughs> catch y'all next time, peace. Ha, <laughs> ha,